Well, one of the few public art forms that can happen at the moment is street art. Christchurch is making the most of that, launching an entire festival devoted to street art. Flair, the organisers tell us, has a vision to reclaim Christchurch's global status as a street art capital, with artists from across Aotearoa creating seven large-scale murals in Ōtautahi. One of the artists is local freelance designer, illustrator, artist and muralist Kofi Sua Holzbosch, also known as Meep. She sent us photos for the webpage rnz.co.nz slash standingroomonly to see the work in progress. She also runs a sustainable clothing company called Future Apparel. Well, Kofi took time out from her mural to tell us how the works are progressing. It's going really well. There's uh, seven of us painting. Um, there's Koyu from Japan. He's painting this awesome, like, talisman. And there's uh, Wongi, who's a local. He's painting, like, a huge girl. And Icarus is a local as well. He's painting, like, a sort of a video game-inspired wall. There's Swift Bantis, he's painting a giant cat, which is looking really, really cool. And Cal Sunshine is painting like an awesome, like, flowery piece. And you? Oh, yeah, and me. <laughs> I'm painting like a, it's really hard to describe, um, but it's like a huge girl with, like, a big T-shirt on with um, MF Doom T-shirt, which is like a wrapper. And then a backpack on with like painting supplies. And then she's got headphones on and it's connected to like a little um, record player that has a face. <laughs> you can sort of visualize. But how important is the, the side of the building or the wall, um, Kofi, when you're thinking about a mural? I mean, do you go there and you explore the space and the buildings around and how people react with the space and then come up with, uh, with an image? Or does the image come first and really you can make it work wherever you go? I got a picture of the wall first and then I look at, I do look at the surrounding buildings and the colours and the texture of the wall. Like all of the walls have like super different textures. Mine's like, it must be like an exposed wall after the earthquake or something and it's super, super rough, really porous um, brick wall. So that kind of played into my design as well. But um, with the concept, we all had free reign to do whatever we want, which was a big part of the festival because um, when you do a lot of commission work, it kind of loses a bit of your soul. <laughs> you described the surface as being really porous, and I'm thinking, my goodness, that must soak up the paint. Is that quite a difficult surface for you, or does it offer some opportunities for you being quite rough? It's okay because I'm using spray paint, but um, if I was using like um, house paint or something it would be extremely challenging like when I was rolling the color of the background it has so many holes in it I was like trying to paint all them all individually but it was taking too long and my friend came and um, helped me with like a spray gun to do all the background. I've always wondered about perspective and I've seen mirrorless work in different ways and some of them even have projected images onto the space and done a, a rough outline. Uh, and to make the perspective work from, you know, where you're standing as an artist and also, you know, far away for it to make sense. How, tell me the tricks of the trade. How do you, how do you make it work? Uh, well, this is the biggest one I've ever done. I've, and uh, for me personally, I did a projection because uh, we've only got 10 days and my wall was really big and it would have taken me a good couple of days just to do the sketch. So the projection 
helped me do it in, I think it was an hour. Well, I think it's going to take you all of those 10 days, though. How, how big, when we're talking big, how big is this? My one's roughly 15 metres by 11 metres. Goodness me, it's almost intimidatingly yeah. big. Yeah, it's pretty scary, but it's cool. So where, where, is, where exactly is your mural? Uh, my mural is on St. Asaph Street, opposite the Welder. For Christchurch, for Otahuatahi, what is this going to add when, when the murals are done? I mean, I was just thinking how many centres around New Zealand have really thrown themselves into the murals. I mean, I was in my hometown of Dunedin um, not so mm. long ago and looking at the murals down there, which are beautiful, and I think um, Rotorua and Hamilton, Tauranga, for example, are all uh, yeah. among the centres that have really embraced street art. Yeah. There was a lot of like street art and graffiti pre-earthquake in Christchurch, but then after the earthquake, it kind of exploded and there was a lot more like large-scale murals to fill in the empty lots and bring some beauty back into the city. So we had like a lot, a lot of um, abandoned buildings as well and everything was just kind of covered in art, which was really cool. But since the cities started being rebuilt, a lot of those have been covered up. So I think the intention of this festival was to bring back seven um, brand new murals to Christchurch to try and keep the um, the street art capital status. Street art is now, I think, understood and accepted, but there's still that word graffiti still yeah. generates a lot of of passion and a lot of it really negative. I mean, do you see graffiti as art? Um, well, I actually started my journey in graffiti, so I think the other two guys from Christchurch did as well. So it is definitely a pathway. There's um, a big difference, I feel, like in graffiti and street art. Some people learn by doing, like, university and stuff and then transition into large-scale murals and other people, like, start from graffiti and then work their way up to bigger and bigger walls. It's like, yes, it's all under one umbrella, like straight up, but I think, yeah, there's a lot of like subgenres within it. You studied graphic design, really loved it too when you were studying it. Were you experimenting with graffiti before, during or or after your studies of graphic design? I'm just wondering what influence that that formal study has had on your street art. Yeah, um, I've been... I did started doing it since I was an intermediate, so and just drawing in general. But um, and I was really interested in like political, social, environmental movements and how that's portrayed, especially with graffiti. So a lot of that influenced my graphic design, especially with like hand drawn elements within my work. I mean, when you, I was really interested to see what you were designing for this, um, Kofi, because of that very strong place in your life of of environmental issues in particular and, and how they're, they're at one with your art. So I was half expecting yeah. something very overtly environmental. But is there an environmental yeah. message in the image that you're creating? Not this one, but almost every other one of my murals does. But I decided to go, I wouldn't usually do something quite political, but I did something a little more family friendly, just so my um, concept was a bit more like widely appreciated. 
I imagine when you were young and starting to do graffiti, it was all, you know, a little bit secret. But these these festivals, in normal times, you would have people thronging the streets, I imagine, and coming to look. Have you had any visitors coming? And if not, do you miss them? I mean, do you love that aspect of mural mm. painting, you know, the audience reaction as, as they see something being created in front of their very eyes? Yeah, there's a lot of people, because I'm on a quite a main street, there's a lot of people looking up and lots of people stopping by and taking photos, which has been really cool. You also have a sustainable clothing company, Future Apparel. Yeah. Just get a little description of, of that work. I mean, you've got a very strong, as I mentioned before, political environmental ethos. How does that come through your clothing brand? That was kind of what I studied at Polytech. My postgraduate degree was about sustainable fashion and branding and that sort of thing. So all my stuff is printed on secondhand clothes or like I make jewellery and it's all made from waste or upcycled or I use all my um, spray cans, like my leftover spray cans from murals to paint my earrings. And I'm also working on a project where I'm collecting all my spray caps from the murals and I know this guy who can grind them up and um, melt them down and make jewellery out of them, so that's going to be really cool. Oh, my goodness. So what sort of yeah. what's that material going to be like? I mean, I, clearly it's going to be really colourful with the, with the colours from the cans, but what is, what's it going to be like for you as an artist to manipulate? How are you going to make it work? Pretty sure he grinds them down, makes it into something, and then he makes a mould and can 3D print it or he um, pours it into like a 3D printed mould to make jewellery. It's really cool. So that's what you're going to do, experiment with shape and form and have it 3D printed. 3D printing, that's interesting for jewellery because we think of it as the the handmade and the handcrafted, but do you still see it in a similar vein to the the goldsmiths and the silversmiths, you know, that whole image we have of them manipulating tools and creating something with the hand. Yeah, I mean, it's a completely different element. I think you can um, use technology in quite a cool way nowadays, especially with art, but I do appreciate like a lot of my stuff's like handmade from scratch, but I'm getting more into technology and stuff. That even there's like a VR game that just came out that you can like spray paint in VR and it's like so realistic to um to real life so anyone can sort of have a go without being illegal. <laughs> Kofi Sua Holzbosch, Flair the Altautahi Street Art Festival is underway in Christchurch.